How are you experiencing peace? Say, I know one who gave me a comforter. I can't intellectually tell you how I have peace, but I can tell you I do. I have peace that passes intellectual understanding. Welcome to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire, author and founding senior pastor of the exciting Turning Point Church in Fort Worth, Texas. Pastor Jeff is known for his heartfelt and practical proclamation of the scriptures. We are so glad you joined us today. So stay tuned as Pastor Jeff teaches, encourages, and challenges you from the Word of God. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Life Talk, and thank you so much for joining us. Today, Pastor Jeff continues his exciting series, The Gift. Jesus spoke to his disciples in John 14, 26, But the Helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to your remembrance all things that I said to you. On the last Life Talk program, Pastor Jeff began a message on the Helper. The Holy Spirit was sent by God to help us here on this earth, to be our Helper. Jesus continued talking with His disciples. He told them in John 16, 13, However, when He, the Spirit of truth, has come, He will guide you into all truth. For He will not speak on His own authority, but whatever He hears, He will speak, and He will tell you things to come. One way the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Truth, helps us is to open our understanding of the Word of God. Today, Pastor Jeff continues with part two of his message, The Helper. But I can remember, I can remember this minister taking me into another room, a little bitty room, a dingy jailhouse room, and he prayed the prayer of salvation with me. The first prayer I ever prayed in my entire life was the prayer of salvation. And when I prayed that prayer, I remember opening my eyes, and this dingy jail room looked pretty, sparkling, glittery, new, because something had happened in my heart that I didn't fully understand. But it was the Holy Spirit. And I remember, I remember he gave me one of these little good news for modern man. You remember that? That little paperback New Testament? The guard leading me back to my cell. I was 16 and in a heap of trouble. He's leading me back to my cell and I said, listen, can you leave the lights on so that I can read this? And amazingly, he did. And I remember when I opened up that Bible, that little New Testament, that paperback New Testament, and I began to read about all the things that Jesus said and Jesus did, walking on water, healing the sick, raising the dead. No man speaks like this man. He was unlike any human being that ever set foot on this planet. I read about him, and I could not get enough. I could not get enough of the Word of God. When he finally turned out the lights, I was so disappointed, and that night I prayed a prayer based on what I'd read. And I said, Jesus, if you can do anything with this life of mine that I've so messed up, I give it to you. And I can almost hear him saying, you're not going to believe me, and you wouldn't believe me if I were to tell you right now that you will be back in this juvenile home in two years carrying a Bible to share me with the inmates. Who would have believed that? 
But see, what the deal was is when I opened up that Bible, it came alive to me, and I did not know that the great teacher of the church had come into my heart. The great teacher of the church is the Holy Spirit of God. And when I opened up that Bible, it came alive to me. It was like popcorn. It just started popping alive to me. The teacher lives in you. I felt like I had discovered a gold mine when I got into the Word of God. I couldn't get enough of it. I could truly have said with David, I rejoice in your word like one who discovers great treasure. It's a treasure. You want to know where a treasure chest is? It's right here. All the treasure in the world is right here. Treasures of wisdom, knowledge, understanding, guidance. This book will keep you from hell. It'll keep you from demons. It'll keep you from addictions. This book... And I remember when I was first called to preach, and my first opportunity came to minister the Word of God. I remember so well. I got this invitation to go, and I had been asking God to open doors for me, but I remember how I got on my knees in my little bedroom. I was living at that time with my dad and stepmother. I was 18, and I got on my knees, and I said, Jesus, how in the world do you bring a message? I don't know how to bring a message. I was untrained. I was inexperienced. I'd never done it, but the helper, the helper... The helper opened up, I'll never forget, Matthew 13. I turned to Matthew 13, the parable of the sower, and I began to read the parable of the sower, and it began to come alive to me, and it seemed like the Holy Spirit said, teach this, teach this, teach this. And I wrote it down, and I went and taught. I was terrified, believe me, scared to death to stand in front of people, but the helper helped me get the message, helped me get to my destination, helped me stand up in front of them, and helped me open my mouth. And when I shared, it might have been broken. I'm sure it was homiletically terrible, but they were blessed. And when I saw the blessing on the people, I walked out of there floating, knowing I had found my purpose. Yeah. Now, I ran the numbers. I just ran some numbers. Just I was curious. I got to thinking about it. In 33 years of pastoring alone, not counting the years I preached before I was senior pastoring, which were many, the helper has helped me to deliver at least 1,700 different messages to the people of God. I want you to think about that. I've been to the well over and over and over again. Speak to me, Lord. Speak to me, Lord. And every time the helper has helped me, every time he's given me a word and I'm bringing a word right now, he gave to me for you. And I want you to understand the same helper that helps me wants to help you. You. That's a lot of messages. Just start counting to 1,700. I'll talk to you in a few hours. And God has raised up the ministry of teaching in the church. I'm called to teach, preach, declare. That's my calling. There are people called to teach, and we need teachers. But I want you to read what John said. John said to the people, just the normal people out there that are not called to professional ministry, listen to what he said. You have received the Holy Spirit, and He lives within you. Now listen. So you don't need anyone to teach you what is true, for the Spirit teaches you everything you need to know. Can we make that personal? Say with me, the Spirit teaches me everything I need to know. He goes on and says, and what He teaches is true. It's not a lie. So just as He has taught you, 
Remain in fellowship with Christ. What I want you to see is the Holy Spirit wants to teach you. When you open up the Bible, the same Spirit that speaks to me through the Bible wants to speak to you as you open up the Bible. He wants to teach you and make it come alive to you. And that's why I'm always and evermore like a broken record encouraging you to get into the Word of God every day because the Helper, the Holy Spirit is there to open the Word of God to you and speak to you. Amen. He wants to teach you. Now, there's a second way the Holy Spirit helps us, and that's to win over sin. He was given to help us to win over sin. The Lord Jesus knew what kind of world that we were in. It wasn't any shock to Him. Look what that world did to Him. He healed them, blessed them, taught them, never did anything wrong, never broke a law. He was nothing but a blessing going about everywhere doing good, healing all that were oppressed of the devil. And they took him, they lied about him, they slandered him, they beat him, they whipped him, they hung him on a cross. The very people who he had healed one day shouted, crucify him the next. That's what this world did to him. And Jesus said, if they persecuted me, they will persecute you. He knew what kind of world we're in. He knew it. He knew it was a world of temptation filled with the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. He knew it. So he said, I want you to understand I've given the Holy Spirit to help you win over sin. Listen to Romans. Therefore, brethren, we are debtors, not to the flesh, to live according to the flesh. For if you live according to the flesh, doing what the flesh tells you to do, yielding to its temptations, feeding it, living according to its dictates, you will die. That means you will die inside. You will not be filled with the Spirit. You will die inside. But then he goes on. But if, everybody say, by the Spirit. By the Spirit, Spirit, you put to death the sinful deeds of the body. You will say it, live. The reason some people never win over sin, they never get the victory over some habit or some vice, here's why. Because while God is ready to do His part, we don't do our part by yielding the battle over to the Holy Spirit. I'm just going to focus on the last part of that verse. If by the Spirit, that's God's part, I've given you my Spirit, it's living inside of you, He's living inside of you, so I did my part. If By the Spirit, that's God's part. You put to death the deeds of the body, that's your part. We need to understand that when we get attacked, when we get tempted, when we come under the gun and the enemy is really out to to get us, the battle isn't ours. It's the Lord's. And He gave the Holy Spirit for us to say, Holy Spirit, I'm being tempted. I'm in a battle. I turn this over to you. And the mighty Holy Spirit, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. Kathy and I did our first church. We started it in East Texas. Now, in all honesty, I was a city slicker going to the country. I was raised in the concrete jungle, not the forest or the trees. So I was very, very naive and ignorant about country living. And we got a a house on four acres of land that had nothing but trees. And I had to move some of those trees to put in a driveway. So I thought, well, I'm in the country now. I'm going to be like a lumberjack. And so I went to the store and I bought the biggest, meanest axe I could find. I said, here I come, tree. Now, you've all seen the cartoon 
where the cartoon character leans back with an axe and he swings it into the tree and he hits it and it starts to vibrate until his whole body is doing this. That's what I experienced. The city slicker in the country. I took that axe and I started wailing at that tree and man, I just felt like I was giving all kinds of energy and getting nowhere. And one of my church members came over and looked at me and kind of nodded his head and he said, Pastor, have you ever thought of a chainsaw? And I said, really? A chainsaw? He said, let's go get you a chainsaw. So we got a chainsaw. And I remember putting gas in that thing. I remember thinking, wow, this looks bad. This looks mean. And I pulled that rope, and it cranked up. And he said, now, just sort of lay it into the tree. You don't have to do much at all. It'll do it for you. And and the tree came down. Just like that. I became the chainsaw king. I loved using that thing. I cut down trees just because I wanted to use my chainsaw. But now watch this. I discovered when I had the chainsaw, it did it all for me. All I had to do was hold it. That's the Holy Ghost. You hear me? That's the Holy Ghost. That's the Holy Ghost. That's why God gave the Holy Spirit because some of you, you're using an axe. It's your own will, your own strength, your own willpower, and you're just like this. You're all shook up all the time. (laughs) Can I encourage you to lean on the Holy Spirit? He'll cut through that tree. He'll cut through that habit. He'll cut through that vice, and he will bring that thing down in your life. Give the Lord praise today. Come on. Pretty soon you'll be cutting down trees everywhere when you discover the Holy Spirit. You'll be setting other people free, not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord. There's a third way and a last way that I'm going to talk about today. The Holy Spirit helps us. He comforts us in all of our troubles. Now, let me tell you, when the Bible uses the word comfort, it does not mean he comes up behind you and pats you on the back and says, that's okay, it's going to be okay. He doesn't console. I'm not talking about consolation. That's not what the word means. He doesn't just come up and say, I understand, poor baby, it'll be okay. That's not the comfort of the Holy Ghost. Listen to what the Bible says. The Bible literally calls our God the God of all comfort. It says, blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies. And read it with me, everybody. The God of all comfort, keep going, who comforts us in how many of our afflictions? All our afflictions. The comfort there, that word, it's parakletos again. It's saying he comes up alongside you just like Jesus did. If Jesus were here and you were hurting, he'd be right upside you. He'd be laying his hand on you. He'd be talking to you. He'd be speaking to you. He'd be ministering to you. He'd be standing you back up. He'd be blowing fresh life into your spirit. He would not leave you that way. That's the Holy Spirit. He comes alongside. He speaks. He helps us. Let me tell you the truth today about Christians and non-Christians. Ready? Non-Christians experience pain. So do Christians. Non-Christians get diseases. So do Christians. I heard some of you, not me, Pastor Jeff, I confess. It's my confession. I'm not ever going to get sick. Let me tell you something. Everybody 
get something. One day you're going to die, and it's not going to be by something good. He had a really good heart attack and died. That's not the way it's going to be. It's going to be by something negative in the natural, right? And people who tell you, I don't ever get sick because of my confession. Let me tell you, those that teach faith that way, they sneak off and get in planes and go to other cities and go to doctors so you won't know. I know they do. I just heard somebody say, ooh, that's sacrilegious. Jeff, you should not say that. It's true. They've been caught. Here's another one. Non-Christians lose loved ones. So do Christians. But let me tell you the difference between a non-Christian and a Christian. Non-Christians don't have the comforter. Seriously, Christians do. I have presided over a lot of funerals. I've had the difficulty of presiding over some where they were not Christians. And when you preside over the funeral of somebody who was not a Christian and their family's not Christian, I can't tell you the difference between that and a Christian funeral. Because when you preside over a non-Christian funeral, there's wailing, there's gnashing of teeth, there's despair, there's no hope. They don't have the promises of God. They have no understanding of eternity. They can't look to a Savior for comfort. They can't look to a Bible for promises. They can't look to a Holy Spirit who comforts. And when you mix sorrow with hopelessness, it always brings despair. But when sorrow is salted with hope and the comfort of the Holy Spirit, it can be endured, it can be navigated through, and it can be conquered. Thank God for the comforter. And the comforter, when we're in the middle of a trial, the comforter gives the peace that cannot be intellectually understood. The peace of God is much greater than the human mind can understand, wrote Paul. His peace will keep your thoughts and your hearts quiet and at rest as you trust in Christ Jesus. People will look at you and say, how are you experiencing peace with all that is going on around you? Say, I know one who gave me a comforter, and he is totally supernatural. I can't intellectually tell you how I have peace, but I can tell you I do. I have peace that passes intellectual understanding. It's the comforter. He's the comforter. Paul said, we don't sorrow as those who have no hope. We have hope because of Jesus. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I'm going to heaven to prepare a place for you, and if I go to prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you to myself, that where I am, there you may be also. When somebody on this earth who is a believer dies, it's not a permanent goodbye. It's a temporary goodbye because one day we will see them again. I'm going to tell you a true story, and I'm going to close. True story. Several years ago, a 35-foot sailboat got caught in a terrible storm out in the Atlantic off the coast of North Carolina. The boat captain sent an urgent SOS, and a Coast Guard cutter responded. Here's a 35-foot sailboat in total duress and stress and about to go down. A Coast Guard cutter responded. When the cutter arrived, the wind was so fierce, so strong, and the waves so high, and the storm so vicious that they could not execute a rescue by bringing those in the sailboat over to them or them getting over to the sailboat. So the captain 
of the cutter made a command, and they pulled the cutter right alongside the sailboat right where the waves were coming in against the sailboat and the wind was howling and the waves were rolling, smashing against this sailboat. The cutter got right alongside the sailboat where it began to absorb the waves and the wind and the storm and protected the sailboat so that eventually the sailboat was led safely to shore because the cutter was right alongside not allowing the viciousness of the storm to break it apart. That's the Holy Ghost. That's what the Holy Ghost does. That's what the Holy Ghost does. And you're going through hell on this earth. You're going through some problem, some difficulty, and you feel like, I can't bear this anymore. I'm about to break apart. And here comes the cutter. Here comes the Holy Spirit. And he gets right alongside you. And he begins absorbing that ferocity, the ferocity of the storm. He begins to absorb it and take it and takes the heat for you. And you don't know it right now. Some of you going through a great trial, the cutter is right alongside you. The Holy Ghost is right there with you. And he's not going to allow you. Jesus said, he that hears these sayings of mine and does them, I will liken him unto a wise man that built his house on a rock and the rain fell and the wind blew and the floods beat on that house and it did not fall. Why? Because it was founded on the rock of Jesus' teachings and the Holy Ghost. But watch this. He said, then there's those who hear these sayings of mine that they don't do them. Everything's cool. I don't need Jesus. I don't need these teachings. I'm going to do my own thing, go my own way, live life the way I want. I'm going to do it my way. And then the rain falls. And the winds begin to howl and blow. And a flood bashes up against that house. And Jesus said, it breaks apart and it falls. And he specifically said, great is the sound of the fall. Why? Because it didn't have the cutter standing alongside. Didn't have the word of hope filling their hearts. And they break apart. The Holy Spirit helps us with comfort in times of trouble. The Bible literally calls God the God of all comfort. 2 Corinthians 1, 3-5 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and God of all comfort, who comforts us in all our affliction. Sometimes life can beat against you like the overwhelming waves of the sea. But thank God for the Helper, the Holy Spirit who has come alongside us to bear the brunt of the storm and guide us safely to heaven's harbor. Psalm 46.1 tells us, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Well, that's it for now. We hope you've enjoyed the message and will remember this today. The Holy Spirit will be with you and live in you, wherever you are and wherever you go. Be sure to join us on the next Life Talk program. As Pastor Jeff begins the message, he will guide you. Until then, may God bless you richly. The Helper is the fourth message of Pastor Jeff's series, The Gift. 
You can own a copy of this 6 CD set for just $30 plus shipping. Log on to lifetalkradio.us or call us toll free at 877-884-3111. Get your copy of today's message for just $5 or purchase the entire series, The Gift, for only $30 plus shipping by logging on to lifetalkradio.us or calling us toll free at 877-884-3111 for more information. Now you can bring Pastor Jeff Wickwire and Life Talk right into your home. For a gift of any size to Life Talk, Pastor Jeff will send you a CD collection of some of his most anointed and inspiring teaching series. These CDs will strengthen your faith and build your understanding of what Christ Jesus did for you at the cross. So call now, toll free, 877-884-3111. Or just log on anytime, day or night to lifetalk.tv. Listen to Pastor Jeff's hope-filled CDs again and again. Or give them to family members or friends as a gift. Don't wait. Call 877-884-3111 right now or log on anytime to lifetalk.tv and give your best gift today. You've been listening to Life Talk with Dr. Jeff Wickwire. To find out more about Dr. Wickwire's ministry and Turning Point Church, visit us at lifetalkradio.us or call us toll-free at 877-884-3111. That's 877-884-3111. And as a reminder, Life Talk is a listener-supported ministry. We exist to bring God's Word to thousands of people in your area on this great station. So your prayers and financial support go a long way in helping us with this endeavor. Please prayerfully consider helping us. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to meeting with you once again on our next Life Talk broadcast.